0: Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. What
3: the heck is going on here? DDP, what's going on? One, two, three, and. Hit the DDP! That was a pretty hard shot. Cupcake, I'm gonna sleep with some senior citizen.
4: That's a hundred. We got it. I think my mic would have been a little hot on mine though. It looks—I'm looking at the waveforms, and it's looking pretty wild.
2: As it should
5: be. Yeah. Let, let everyone know that this is Boom DDT Podcast's 100th episode.
4: Yep, we made it. We we did a century of them. Or what are they? What's a hundred? Is that a century? The centennial. A centen- the centennial pod.
5: The centennial podcast.
4: And we are. For
5: those of you who are new, I am Jeffrey, and this is your fearless leader, Attic, behind the mic.
4: Yeah, and we just confirmed we are. Uh, I'm recording with the right mic, and it seems to be everything's a go here. Hell yeah! Don't want to fuck this one up.
5: No, no, no. Take twos for the hundredth episode. <laughs>
4: yeah, we got a we got a big one. This is a big show. We got a lot planned. We got uh, cooking with short shorts. Uh, your yes. your favorite cooking segment. We got the Boom DDT dollar bin. Yes. We got uh SummerSlam. Uh yes. Go home, or let's see. It would Summer be SummerSlam
5: analysis.
4: S- SummerSlam analysis, correct. Uh we have an upcoming pay-per-view tonight that I just forgot about until right now. Pay-per-view <laughs> er, WWE Payback is tonight. It's a big one.
5: It, it's it's a lot to fill in one podcast, but David, we're here on a Sunday and we're ready to fucking ride.
4: Yes, this is a Sunday. Jeff, uh, SmackDown takes a full twenty four hours to get onto Hulu.
5: Is is that right?
4: Yes. <laughs> oh man! Isn't that some trash? That could spell trouble in the future. It really can. I I I checked it like six last night central six p.m. central, and. Uh, it still wasn't there, and then the next time I checked, it was like 9, and it was there. But I'm thinking maybe it's just 24 hours. I don't know.
5: Vince and all those Hulu fat cats are making the marks
4: sweat it out for a full 24. Yeah, and I really was sweating it out, because I heard something big happened. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I think we're going to have... So, today's episode, like I said, we got a lot going on. I think we're going to have to go to... um Go to uh cooking with short shorts first, correct? Uh, yeah, that would be best for business. Okay. well <laughs> yeah, we gotta right. do what's best for business. <laughs> uh but yeah, we got some big news in wrestling that we're gonna talk about, obviously. We got um Roman Reigns, baby. The big yep. dog. The big dog. And I'm pretty I'm pretty fucking pumped about where this is headed.
5: Absolutely.
4: So we're gonna get on the big dog, of course, and uh like I said, preview this little pay per view coming on tonight. I totally forgot about it. I'm looking at the card right now. Uh, I don't know. It's got it's got obviously the one match that I'm very interested in.
5: Yeah, there's a couple a uh, couple of good matches. Uh, obviously, rushed as hell. Only having two shows to set up for this, but it, it'll be exciting. I'm I'm pumped for the pay.
2: Payback's a bitch. Yeah.
5: <laughs> so it's, how, how, how would we not hear that line this week? Yeah. Someone slam and close a briefcase. Yeah. Or not a briefcase, but what you put a contract yeah. in.
4: Yeah. Yeah. The little portfolio. Yeah. Payback's a bitch. <laughs> it said it's they. It said they had one in 2017, but I don't remember that. Uh, I
5: mean. You know how they get with these names. They just they put it all in a lottery bin and then they draw one out like, okay, June's pay-per-view will be payback.
4: Yeah, and speaking of that, like it's hilarious. The two thousand seventeen payback poster, I'm looking at it right now, and it's just littered with those. Like any of these could be pay-per-view names. It just says by any means, an eye for an eye, retribution, retaliation, (laughs) vengeance. Redemption. What goes around comes around. You'll get yours. Payback, motherfucker. Yeah, it's like their <laughs> subtitles have to uh,
5: also have that same rockin' connotation.
4: No, You'll oh, yeah. never see it coming. You'll never fucking see it coming. And, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we didn't fucking see it coming. The big dog oh. returns at SummerSlam. Didn't see it coming.
5: And. What what's 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 the payback subtitle, Eric?
4: Uh, the their poster doesn't say anything. It just says this Sunday.
5: Okay, well, payback's a bitch.
4: Yeah, payback's a bitch. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, so that's a big show today. Should we get right into it and go cook with some short shorts?
5: Hell yeah! Let's let's get on our short shorts and our aprons and head to the kitchen. Yeah. All uh, right, just a second. Let me pull up our chef.
4: No worries. The uh, uh,
5: accoutrement. Is yeah. that what it's called?
4: Uh, that's all the fixings and the toppings and the little oh, additions. Jesus Christ. Um. But yeah, I got some. Uh, I like. I really like the music that we found for this segment.
5: Oh, you got some. You got some tunes.
4: Oh yeah, I've been putting them in there.
5: Oh hell yeah! I'll have to. I'll have to take a listen this week.
4: Oh, also, speaking of, I got, uh, is he already on the phone?
5: I'm about to dial him up here. What, what you got?
4: Oh, uh, by right. now, by now the listeners have heard, but I, uh, I took the intro song and I freaked it.
5: You, you, you put a little <laughs> spin on it? Yeah I, remi-
4: yeah, I remixed it. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, see, what, what we do is we have certain formulas, and what we do is we update the formulas with the times. All right and that's what i did i remixed it i saw a brand new intro for the 100th episode as well It's another another piece of news for the big day
5: hell yeah well good for that yeah All right, let's get into cooking with short shorts here <laughs>
4: We're waiting. Waiting. Waiting.
5: Is it pooping with short shorts?
4: <laughs> I don't know. We got nothing so far. You kill me, Smalls. Yeah, he might be taking a dump. Although he takes, he takes quick dumps.
2: Yeah. Oh, we'll,
5: we'll, we'll try again.
4: Yeah, we'll have to try again later. God damn it. It's alright. Try try one more time real quick.
5: He sent the ready signal on the text message by sending out a hot dog.
4: Okay. So that means he's ready. That means the hot dog is hot. We're warm. Hey! Hey, what's up? (laughs) There he is. He snuck in. Were you it. taking a poop? No, I was paying though. Yeah. Okay. Close enough. I, I knew I you earlier. Yeah, you still taking quick poops? For the most part, yeah. If I if I eat like decent
2: food, if it's like greasy and spicy, then it's not it's not quick. No. I'm
4: on there for a while. No, nothing quick about it. <laughs> no,
5: nothing quick. Nothing comfortable about it.
4: So, uh, what have you been doing today on this wonderful Sunday?
5: Not much. Just kind of playing music. I researched the mm. the snickerdoodles a little bit.
4: Oh, nice. Guys, so- I got a, our
5: tomato plants like fell over, so I gotta
4: go fuck around with those and get oh. some
5: steaks and stuff.
4: All that, yeah, yeah, doing some dad shit around the yard. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's cool. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's a great that's a great little uh, preview of what we're gonna do today. This is your part of your lunchroom special, right? Yeah. Lunchroom classics.
5: Lunchroom classics. Back to school or not back to school? Cook cook this shit at home if
4: you <laughs> have to. Fuck yeah! So what's on the menu today?
5: So I'm starting uh, well in the
4: vein of Jeff. Dessert first. Okay. Sweets, snickerdoodles,
5: mm. cookies. So I looked up the meaning of Snickerdoodle, and this is just like on the Wikipedia page, um, and it is most likely just a misinterpretation of a German word called Schneckennoodle, which is like a basically like a cinnamon roll. So it makes both sense.
4: Okay, yeah, that does make sense. A, sh- a Schneckennoodle.
5: Yeah, either okay. that or it's just some like ridiculous name of a cookie because people
4: do that shit too, you okay. know. Okay, so back when we were at the uh, Wilderway Wildcats, uh, did they serve this with the chili?
5: I don't know. They either did that or the cinnamon roll.
4: But they did I the cinnamon gonna, roll I mean, for sure.
5: Definitely like the cinnamon combination with the chili, and I think that. And the cool part about that is, if you guys ever had like
2: Cincinnati chili, yes. So there's like cinnamon and cocoa in that. I was talking to a neighbor of ours from Cincinnati, and I was like. Oh yeah, that makes sense
5: why they'd have like the you know, the cinnamon roll or the cinnamon cookie with the chili.
4: Yeah, so does the Cincinnati chili have uh beans? I can't remember.
1: I don't either I don't think so. I think that's like if you add beans, then it becomes like a you know what I mean, how it's like a three way Yeah. Four way. I think beans is one of the ways.
4: Oh, okay. That's a separate thing. Like the uh like the steak and shake uh chili mac. Yeah. Okay.
5: Oh, that, that's kind of where that stems from. Okay. I thought Steak and Shake was original on
4: that front. <laughs> no. No, no, no. The Steak and Shakes are dying, guys. Did you know that? No. Is- there's only, like, one left in Peoria, and there used to be, like, five.
5: What? Where's the- is it the one on University?
4: No, there's definitely, like... W- there's one open... Uh, the Grand Prairie location is open for sure. And then... The other one... There's one more. I think the one on University, like... Not by our neck of the woods, but the other way. I think that one's still open.
5: The one by me shaming?
4: Yeah. Yep. Well,
5: that's a fucking shame, Eric. Shake and shake is delicious.
4: It used It used to be. You guys got out. You played that like a stock. You got out. You sold high. It's fucking terrible ever since you left. I wonder why. Like, they just, like... I don't Cut know. Something. They're they're a notoriously terrible company. Like once they went to the four dollar meal, they just started running skeleton staffs because they can't make any money. <laughs> okay. And then the, yeah, the one by our the one by our neck of the woods, uh, people got caught fucking in the back, and there's only two people on duty, and they were banging. Nice. No no <laughs> oh no no, no, bur- no burgers were served <laughs> except the fucking fur burger. <laughs> <laughs> Famous for steak burgers, my ass. <laughs> Famous for employees fucking at the back. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they're they're gone. So when you get home, if you're if you're uh, interested. Oh, did your sister move here, Jason?
5: Yeah, they moved. Um, I guess three weeks ago, something like that. Yeah,
4: yeah three weeks ago. Okay, right I they saw.
5: Moved, they moved into their new house. It's off Moscow Road
4: somewhere. Oh, they live right by me then. Yeah. That's funny, because uh, I saw them post like something about their new backyard, and I was like, oh, they must be in Peoria again.
3: Yeah, they just moved into that place
5: on
4: Friday, so two days ago. Wow. Brand new. Yeah, but they were staying with my parents before that. Okay. Full house. Yeah, hell yeah, that is the full house. <laughs> Alright, well, I'm, I'm hungry for some fucking snickerdoodles. Okay. Um.
5: So I actually I couldn't even find the recipe I used, but I think I remember it pretty well. Um, and Jeff was with me when I made them too. He actually oh, nice. he helped ball them. Okay. And I used
2: the oven because his oven's way better than ours. So it's a basic cookie. Um, you
5: know, it's kind of just a sugar cookie, but the uh, like the essential ingredient is cream of tartar. Yes. So, and I didn't know that, and so I like looked up cream of tartar, and I guess it's like a byproduct of like wine making or something. Like it's like a crystal that gets. I don't really exactly know what happens. I don't know if you did about chemistry, but yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what cream of tartar is. So it's used as like the leavening agent, but it also adds like the tanginess and helps with the chewiness that the snickerdoodle is known for around, yeah. around Western United States.
4: Yeah, I would say that's the only thing I remember reading is it, like, does something with the sugars to give it that chew.
5: Yeah, that chew and, like, the special, it's like...
4: It's like, yeah. a, it's like a salty flavor, kind of?
5: Yeah, the, the salty, tangy... Yeah,
4: it's delicious.
5: Or they're just using, like, baking soda. So, the recipe, um, it called for one and a half cups of sugar, two sticks of butter, which is a cup of butter... And then, so you just cream that together, which is basically just like whisking the crap out of it, like with a, I just used like a beater, you
4: know? Yeah, your mic cut out though, you said one and a half cups of sugar with the butter to cream? Yeah, am I cutting out, you said? No, just once. Okay. I didn't know if you said, I I assumed you said sugar, but just to clarify, but yeah, sugar, butter, cream them.
5: Yeah, sugar, and butter, cream that, so that means just like mixing it together, like whipping crap out of it for like a
2: solid five minutes, and that's going to help with the fluffiness of the mm. cookies, because okay.
5: you want fluffy and slash chewy cookies, yep. you know. <laughs> and then after that, you um, beat in the eggs, and um, so I used two eggs, two teaspoons of vanilla. That's how I remember this recipe, it was like super basic. So yeah. you cream that in for another like minute, half, and then get that all super fluffy, because you want as much air in there as possible. And then after that, just fold in your flour, which I believe was two and three quarter cups and then a teaspoon of salt, one and a half teaspoons of the um, cream of tartar, so a decent amount of cream of tartar. This is for about two dozen cookies. Yeah, there's
1: one right there, Jeff Sean on the screen.
4: Yeah. It looks, um, yeah, okay. Those those look like what I made too. Yeah, they weren't they weren't fluffy, really. I I, I definitely gotta fix
5: the recipe. Um <laughs> but yeah, anyway, once you combine all the ingredients let it, let it sit in the fridge for like half an hour and I thought that would help with the fluffiness so it wouldn't like flatten out while baking you know Yeah. so just let that sit in the fridge just the dough and then while that's in the fridge make your cinnamon sugar mixture which was I think a tablespoon and a half of cinnamon and a quarter cup of sugar so like a little more than like
2: a, like, like a 70-30 ratio I'd say okay. 70, 70 sugar 30
5: cinnamon yeah not the other way around. That would be spicy. Yeah. yeah, that'd be too spicy and not sweet enough for the sweet treats.
4: No. Nope. <laughs> that'd be a big fail there.
5: <laughs> but, yeah, you let that sugar, like, coating because it gives you that, like, crispiness, too, that the, you know, otherwise it wouldn't have that crisp. Oh, yeah. So, and that's that's why that this cinnamon sugar coating, that's what you're making in that bowl, is so important. So, you know, half an hour later when your dough's cooled down, um, take it out, roll it into balls around. I'd say, what do you think, Jeff? They were like, maybe an inch and a half? Uh, yeah, probably about an inch and a half uh, diameter balls. Okay. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you do that, and, um, Oh, before before any of this, just get your oven going at uh, 350. 350. And then line a baking sheet with parchment paper. Base, basics for any cookie making. Yep. Yeah, after you get the balls made, um... You just dip them in that cinnamon-sugar mixture, and I just put the balls right on the um, parchment paper, and then I put, like, a little thumbprint in them so the mills didn't poof up too much, but Jeff decided we didn't like that. They got too flat, um, so the second, we didn't do that. But then you just bake them for, I think it was around 9 to 11 minutes. I, I like a little crispier, so a little, like, 11, 11 minutes. Um, and then that's that. That's your snicker, dude. Let it cool you're going to burn the shit out of your mouth you
4: eat that thing right away. It's going to fall apart anyway. So. Oh, <clears throat> from my experience, too, it looked like I did the same thing. We took them out at like 11 minutes, I think, or something like that. But anyway, they don't look very done when you take them out.
5: No, they don't. They continue cook. It's like bacon. Yeah. You know, you take bacon out early or like if you're roasting a whole chicken, you take that out early. So it comes to temperature.
4: uh Resting. I think it's
5: residual heat or something. crap yeah. Like that.
4: Yeah, and I had the same problem you had. Like I, I, we, and they were delicious. Don't get me wrong, but I did fuck one thing up. Uh, well, what I fucked up was I used uh, uh, salted butter. Okay, so which, they were too salty. which is okay. It, but I should have not used any extra salt. But it was like yeah. s- salted butter plus salt plus the cream of tartar, and it got a little salty. But I didn't care. I love salt.
2: Well, yeah,
5: that's good. I mean, and I forgot that I, a teaspoon of salt is in this whole batch of cookies too. I forgot to add that.
4: No, I think um, you, I think you said that. Did I? Okay. Yeah.
5: But I mean, I lo- Yeah, there's nothing wrong with a salty sweet combo. You just got to be ready for
4: it. Yeah. And then, like yours, mine looked like yours, and don't get me wrong, they were delicious. But like, what do you think we were eating at uh, when we were Wilderway Wildcats? Like those were like <laughs> in, those were like an inch thick. They were, like... they, were, they were so
5: thick. That's what I was going for, too. Like, I wanted that, like, puffy, I don't know. It was, it like, they, the texture is totally different. It was similar, but not that thickness like you're talking about.
4: Yeah, and I don't, I don't know how they would even achieve that. It was a weird texture. I don't know how they did that.
5: I don't Maybe they put, like, a ton of, like, cream and tartar and baking soda in it so it, like, puffs up. Yeah. Yeah, I think they just added a little extra baking soda.
4: But yeah. it was, maybe, but it was so dense too. Yeah. It was I a, mean, it was a wow. dense cookie. I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll tell
5: you something, Eric. Sure, were better. I had test batches and perfected batches.
4: <laughs> and we, 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 we were a golden pulling you, Pony Boy. Oh, yeah. They were so good, dude. When we made, the first time we made these, we made them like four times in a row after that. They, oh, yeah. They're a very okay. good cookie.
5: I mean it's so cheap too, the only thing that really costs any money is butter. Yeah. Like everything else you probably have. I had to buy a cream of tartar, but I mean I'll probably have that jar of it for the next two years
4: now. Oh, or yeah. the or the next twenty. depending on depending on how things go. When I was reading about it, it was like, Well, you can like combine
5: it with hydrogen peroxide and like clean off your rusty tools and I was like I don't really have that rusty tools, but that, that's pretty cool. Yeah,
4: that, uh, that I didn't know that. I'll have to try that. Yeah. Okay, now, so that was... Ta- that was the, go ahead, Jeff.
5: I just want to clarify, like, uh, as someone who hasn't eaten a lot of food and hasn't gotten out of the elements of, like, cheese sandwich, hamburger, like Midwestern foods, crema... I mean, tartar sauce... Uh, not cream of tartar, but tartar sauce. That's like a sauce for like shrimp cocktail, correct? Yeah, there's there's no relation whatsoever. No relation. No. no. Okay, because when I was eating that after Jay said there's cream of tartar in it, I I kept trying to taste it. I'm Like, what does tartar tartar sauce taste like? Am I am I taking that in this? <laughs> uh, I was trying to expand
2: my palate, but all for nothing. Yeah. Mind, the,
5: the time that Andrea tried to convince you that corn beef didn't have corn in it. And you didn't believe her. (laughs) Oh,
4: yeah. (laughs) That's good. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, no relation, Jeff. Tartar sauce is like, what, like lemon, lemon juice, mayonnaise, relish, whatever. Yeah. Uh, For fish. For fried fish. It's not
5: even close.
4: No, no, not even in
2: the same ballpark.
4: No. <laughs> so, uh, so that was that was episode one of your uh, of your uh, school lunch special. What what do we got else on the menu here? Well, we can, I
5: mean, we can. There's we're, the chicken and nipples was a classic that we had in grade school. Oh, I loved those, it. Those, um, those
4: crispinos that we were talking about, those like kind of like chili filled. Baked taquito type deals. Yeah, they tasted just like the chili, like the whatever the paste was in the.
0: I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abignell and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories.
1: I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name.
2: Scam was masterfully designed.
0: New episodes available now. Subscribe to the Perfect Scam podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Donato's just didn't add bacon
6: to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.
4: Aldi's Burrito. Yes. The, the, frozen, yeah. the frozen Aldi burrito from... Yeah, like, like a gas station vibe. Yeah, oh, for sure. It was like called like Casa Mamita's or something. Oh, yeah, that was it. <laughs> Casa <Mamita. Yeah. laughs> Oh, man. So which one are you doing? Um, I think, I mean, maybe both in one, bur- or I, I don't know. I, I kind of want to do Crispitos just because they sound better. Oh, and my, I could, yeah. like, pick a bunch and, like, give them to people. And I was thinking even, we've been trying not to eat meat, so maybe trying to do, like, a mock, mock meat one. Since it's all just, like, minced meat yeah. anyway, you can't even
5: tell that there's meat in it,
4: really. That's a, like, I'm so, I'm so curious to see what's in that. Like, what are you, what the fuck are you gonna put in that to make that paste? <laughs> I mean, I have,
5: like, really fine ground meat to start, you know? Like, yeah. Like, run like cook ground beef and then like run it through a food processor i think yeah and do that and then um i don't know i was thinking too
4: since you guys have the hot dog thing here maybe i can make like some chili dogs Um, (laughs) oh yeah now we're talking i don't know i think we had
5: like some kind of hot dog or chili dog at at school didn't we we absolutely did it yeah of course we had both at the when we were wildcats and then in middle school when they wanted to cheapen everything up, they just gave us hot dog and at the uh, condiment bar they had chili as an option to put on your dogs.
4: Yeah. And I'm trying to remember how was that chili served? Is it in like a little crock pot deal?
5: The chili at the condiment table? Yeah. No, it's just a, like it was lukewarm. There's no there's nothing keeping it warm. They just put it in a little uh jar bowl type of thing, and you ladle it out. Pour oh, fucking chili on your, on your warm dogs. Awesome.
4: God, school lunch is some wild shit. I know. But, I, mean,
5: I, I mean, I was talking to Andrea, too, about just, school lunch is such like an American, like, or even, I don't even know if it's just an American, like, institution. Like, there's so many, like, you know, Billy Madison, they talk about school
2: I mean, just... Adam Sandler in general looked like to a lunch lady so.
4: yeah he loved the school lunch talking about yeah. lunch he had a lot of bits on lunch
5: yeah <laughs> it's fascinating I think mean, it's just because every kid that goes to, you know unless you're homeschooled like even if you bring a cold lunch you're still subjected to the hot lunch
4: yeah, yeah. the the chicken patty yeah, yeah the, the,
5: <sighs> your, your chicken patty your sloppy joe which we should definitely do in an episode
4: yeah, yeah. oh we'll for sure a- dude Slop- that, that's a uh-huh. great episode yeah, uh, we'll do slap go and like crinkle fries or something. Oh <laughs> so, yeah, the crinkles. I remember dude, the the ranch they had. It was like water, but it was so good.
5: It was so flavorful. Yeah.
4: It I don't was, know how they, they sold it off. Yeah, there's just a square piece of pizza. And you would just pray to God like I like the I liked the dark one. Yeah. yeah. You just prayed you got a dark one, not a pale one. <laughs> and he just fucking drowned it in just liquid And just watery ranch But it was so good It was the same thing Jeff It was that cylinder container With the ladle
3: Yep Yep They reused
5: it for whatever condiment they had
4: Yeah And then
5: <laughs> Chili Ranch
4: And then remember They started giving us Tabasco sauce
5: Oh my god I remember that
4: Yeah You could just douse your pizza Just cover it Anything you wanted People but, would
5: steal the Tabasco sauces Oh yeah We'll take
4: home. Yeah. Man. And do you guys remember, uh, I was thinking this last night. I was like, it was like midnight, couple drinks in, I'm eating like, uh, uh, graham crackers. And I'm like, (laughs) man, I'm like, I wonder if those guys remember graham crackers. Like, they're easy to forget about, but they're so delicious. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And, uh. I'm eating them, and I'm like, damn, like, she bought them for some recipe, and she even got the nice, like, honey-made ones that are just honey-kissed. they just... Yeah. Pff. And I remember, like, on study days or something, or, like, days where we had tests, you would get graham crackers and milk. Yes. Oh. It was awesome. That was you... a fucking day right there.
5: <laughs> they really tried to sell you, like studies show that this helps your brain function better i'm like okay just give me the fucking cracker
4: and milk yeah let me dip and enjoy
5: (laughs) what's left of class time
4: yeah oh they're so good to dip
5: yeah uh that does sound so like just something as simple as yeah milk and graham crackers
4: yeah get you next time you go to the store get some graham crackers man i'm telling you they're so good
5: can do Hell yeah! Well, we'll have more installments in the next hundred episodes. Um, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. works lady cooking with short shorts.
4: <laughs> yeah, I really, I really love this uh, school day special. It's great, man. These like, like you said, the fucking chicken and noodles. I loved them. Are you gonna make like homemade noodles? Like you're gonna do the big, the big shebang? I think so. That's why I didn't do them this time because we. is really good with homemade noodles, so I'll have her do noodles, and then we'll make like sauce. Oh and hell the, yeah!
3: So yeah.
5: it'll be, it'll be a good. It's going to be like, I mean, chicken and noodles is like a cheaper, easier version of chicken and dumplings, I feel. So yeah. it really is.
3: Yeah.
4: Well, hell yeah. Well, thanks, Jason, for coming on the big 100th episode of the DD podcast. Let's see if the audience is awake. Give you a round. Oh, there they are. <laughs> hey, thank you. Yes. Thank you, thank yes. You, boys for the 100th episode. Proud of you. Hell yeah, That's dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, thanks for coming on, brother. All right. All right, later. Peace, Peace, guys. Bye. Later. All right, that was cooking with short shorts. Another excellent addition and I I'm really digging. We got to come up with an official name for this uh this uh school, you know, themed. Uh, we we're,
5: we're running a few uh one of them's uh cooking with uh at least mid-thigh short shorts. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah cool, coo- I don't know. Cooking oh, with the... Yeah, cooking with uh uh mid mid or knee knee length skirts. Co- yeah, knee length
5: skirts, mid thigh shorts.
4: Cooking with jean skirts. Oh, uh, God. cooking with velcro shoes. <laughs> <laughs> cooking with hair nuts. I don't know, yeah, we'll 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 put some thought to that. But yeah, that was good, man. The snicker doodle. If you if you haven't made the snickerdoodle, get out there and make a snickerdoodle <laughs> so good. Yeah.
5: I I took down all of Jay's test batch that he left me in one night. I was like, Oh, sweet Jesus. I woke up yesterday and I'm like, There's only one Snickerdoodle left? What the fuck
4: happened to the other twelve? Yeah, you destroyed him. I destroyed. Them. Uh so let's talk about some wrestling, Jeff, before we get into the like uh, like we said earlier, we still got a very big episode of the Boom DDT Dollar Band coming for you with uh, our resident milkman, movie expert, and magic man, Bork, covering the iconic Scorpion King.
5: Oh man, I can't wait for that, but yeah, we we gotta talk some wrestling.
4: Yes, so uh, last Sunday we had our SummerSlam, uh, which I thought was a good show. I don't think we gotta go over it all. Um, obviously it's a big show today, so we're pressed on time, but we do have to, what what was your favorite thing from the, uh, episode besides the big one besides the uh, match, just your favorite. What do you want to talk about besides the big finish?
5: Well, Eric called it on the, uh, Sasha and Bailey feud.
4: Yeah, I got lucky on that one. It didn't go it. I, the results were what I said, but it didn't go how I thought it would. But I guess it kind of did.
5: The results were what you said, but I think I think you were right and in, in your analysis too. Like the rift, Eric. We can now say the rift is here, right?
4: Yes. Except I don't remember what they did on SmackDown.
5: On SmackDown, it was just more uh Bailey being tone deaf and uh Sasha like. Like just like rolling her eyes, like what'd she just say? But also at the same time, uh, publicly remaining confident in their friendship. But you wonder if Sasha is uh, now like two facing Bailey. That's why I was wondering, at least when I saw SmackDown.
4: Yeah, I want so I don't know. Basically, I I thought that when it come when it comes down to it, Bailey's going to be the bad guy and Sasha's going to be the the face.
5: I think it's a pick your poison scenario, Eric, and guess which way I'm going. Dig <laughs> dog
4: Which way? Bailey. Yeah. It's a dig dog. Um so Oh and then the uh I think the, the uh I think besides the big finish the fucking Rey Mysterio match or the Dominic Mysterio Seth Rollins was really good.
5: Yes, that was a very uh good match, very entertaining. Uh, we are a bit over the top with our prediction of the finish. Like, in fact, what's the match start? I'm like, wait, how is Dominic Mysterio about to beat one of the best wrestlers of our time? Yeah, it you know? was
4: it was a crazy prediction, but we were going on the back of Rey Mysterio really beats him, you know? Yeah. And in I that see. in that case, it, like, if he if Dominic would have got the win, and with all that going on, then it would have made sense. You know, yeah, I think so.
5: Yeah, you could have looked at it either way, but I mean, they they did a good job, and this shit ain't over.
4: No. No, I just farted. It was a, it was a one hundred fart. Did you hear oh, it? Oh, one hundredth episode, free. <laughs> yep. Yep. Got him. So, uh, and then we had the big finish, Jeff. It's what everybody's talking about. So let's get to it. The big, the, oh yeah, I'm ex, I'm excited. This is what wrestling's all about right here. The big dog returns after the Bray Wyatt Braun match, which wasn't terrible, wasn't great. It was Up right in the middle there. It was just where all of Braun or er, Bray's matches are. Yep. So it's like okay, whatever. Boom! Big dog hits. Big dog comes from behind. Uh, I think he takes out. Braun on the outside first, right? Spear?
5: If not, then he took down Bray, went to Braun, and then back to Bray.
4: That could be true as well.
5: One of the two, I can't remember. But yeah, he definitely came in from behind, like you mentioned.
4: So, And re- he's
5: got a t-shirt on that says, Wreck everything and leave.
4: Yes, sir. And that's what he does.
5: Yeah, he wrecked everything, he held up the title, and he left.
4: So, internet speculation... There was a big debate on whether that was a technical heel turn or not.
5: Me, me and Eric had the same debate.
4: Yeah. And I I, was, go ahead.
5: I was on the uh, just the classic big dog train. I was, I was Michael Cole. I'm like, no, it's just a big dog. He's back and he's claiming his yard. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, man. He came in from behind. No music. Wearing all, like, he's in street clothes. Is
4: that what you said? Street Clothes was the big one for And no, the big one for me was no Superman punch.
5: Yes. That, that, <sighs> when you said that, I'm like, holy shit, you might have a point.
4: There was no Superman punch. The spirit of Braun makes sense, but then when you get back in the ring with Bray, that's your Superman punch moment. It really is. And it didn't happen. And I was like, okay. And it, I, was t- I was talking to Jeff, J- Jim Ross, barbecue sauce, try some of that jalapeno mustard, uh, <laughs> chipotle ketchup. It's great if you just put it in a little ramekin and warm it up for about 12 seconds in the microwave. It makes great steak sauce. And uh, me and my wife Jan cultivated this. It's from our hearts. And all that, other, all that bullshit. Uh, but Jr. has taught me one thing that I didn't ever think of. is The move, the move set is so important to who's a face and who's a heel. And, uh,
5: like that's getting into some deep shit, but yes, you are correct.
4: And the Superman punch is the ultimate face move. That is not a heel move.
5: Oh yeah. The Superman punch is like the, uh, the AA, the rock bottom stone cold stunner. Yeah. Like you can't be a heel. Stone cold tried to be a heel with the stunner. It didn't work.
4: No, he, no, didn't heel stone cold was no good. Everybody knows that.
5: It was in its own shitty right, but yeah, yeah. But anyways, but back to the <laughs> at hand. Yes, move sets and Superman punch to that extent is a is a huge super face move.
4: Yeah, and and just he was acting heelish, but I could have still. I, I don't know. The the jury's still out because even though we know where it went, that moment right there might not have been a heel turn. It might have just been the, you know, the. Uh, Letting us know that it's coming to the uh, warning. The teaser? The teaser. The heel tease? The heel tease, I think is what that was. He came out with a brand new set of teeth. Did you notice that? Yeah. A
5: little pug there. He came out with a brand new set of teeth for that tease. (laughs)
4: Yeah. I didn't notice it. Samantha was like, Why does he look different? And I was like, Well, he looks like he looks really in good shape. And she's like, yeah, no, it's something else. And I'm like, I don't know. And she's like, oh, it's his mouth, his teeth. And I was like, oh, yeah, his teeth are... Yeah, they are different. Brand new set of chompers. My phone's better. Is
5: that what is different?
4: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay, I thought his face was
5: scared. I thought he lost a little weight.
4: No, he had his teeth fixed, which I don't remember him being fucked up.
5: No, but... You know his startup does. You gotta get the full full <laughs> dental.
4: That's right.
5: If you're a superstar, you need the shiny yeah. pearls on all the posters.
4: Oh yeah, I get it. But yeah, so he has
5: shiny pearls, but I mean it's just like a normal run of the mill average mouth. It's not that T V star mouth.
4: Yeah. Yeah, so he got some brand new veneers. Uh look out, Hollywood. Roman's coming. Yeah. He might be in the next uh Hold on, there Scorpion we go. King. He might be in the next goddamn Scorpion King. <laughs> so yeah, what so... So debate's out on if that was an, a technical heel turn or not. Uh, but anyway, <clears throat> argument about that, and then on SmackDown, the big finish. And a pretty. Did you think that SmackDown was pretty boring?
5: <laughs> it wasn't the best. Uh yeah, nothing pops out, just a lot of mid card. A lot of mid card.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's just really
5: just getting from point A to point B. Like, hey, we just got out of SummerSlam, but we don't have time to break it down because we got to set up for payback.
4: Yeah, so basically. Uh-oh. What do you got? Do you still hear me? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I got the uh, the caution sign over your face for a little bit. Uh oh. No, no, we're, we're good. Back to normal. We're good. Um, where where are we at here?
5: Uh, Reigns and the uh, well, you said that SmackDown wasn't the best, but yeah, we were talking about Reigns and the big finish on SmackDown.
4: Oh yeah, so they Vince was in. Vince was on the program to start. Did he do anything after that first segment or no? Oh, you still there? Oh yeah, yeah. But you getting you're getting uh, shittier. Okay, how's it now? Uh let's 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 abort and try a reboot really quick. Just recall? Yeah. Alright. I'll call you back. Alright.
5: That's gonna be where we're putting in our uh sponsor advertisement for JR's barbecue
4: sauce. Yep. <laughs> That'd be sick. I should steal some. I should steal some audio from them, just yammering about barbecue sauce. Because they hey, can go I for. See, I see you got a little sponsorship on your team there, Eric. I do. We could just throw that sponsorship in there. We should. That's a. That's the one company I could sponsor. Yeah. Free cross promotion. Yeah. Let me get your volume up here. Yeah, okay. we're much better. We're smooth and crisp again. Okay. Here we go. Fucking. Uh it starts out or maybe not the beginning of the show but sometime towards the beginning you get the the like security guy. What's his name? Do we know? I figured it out during the show. It's Adam Pierce. Okay, so we get Adam Pierce has been personally instructed by Vincent Kennedy McMahon. The old man is in the house on Friday Night SmackDown and uh he personally tells him that he's responsible to collect all the autographs needed to book the uh, Braun Strowman Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns uh, championship match at Payback, so he's got to go find everybody. He makes the trip into the Fun House, which is kind of weird.
5: Post like uh, what was weird was Vincent Vincent Kennedy had a tire for him to wear in the Fun House, and Pierce was like, "Are you serious? What is this?" We don't we don't know. That's a tease. But then all of a sudden in the Fun House. Bray, here's a knock, a rapping at the door. And he's like, oh, look, it's Postman Pierce. (laughs) And
4: Adam Pierce comes in in full USPS regalia. Hell yeah.
5: The Postman shorts and everything. Just looking like a clown. I thought that was a great
4: twist. It was like uh, the guy on uh, Mr. Rogers. Uh, What was his name? I can't think of it. I was never that big on Rogers as a kid. Speedy delivery. Mick uh Mick something. I don't know. Anyway. This mother this motherfucker's been instructed to go gather uh signatures. Yes. So he gets everybody's except Roman's. He finally gets to Roman at the end of the night. Uh I think right before the main event. And he says, Go ahead and sign and Roman gives it a once over. He's like, you know what, I'm gonna have to think about this. And yeah, then he's like, I'm gonna have to look at the sign print. And and which is which is odd because I'd never seen a wrestler do that. Well, as soon as he did that,
5: I'm like, okay, Eric's on to something. Yeah, because not like he's not approachable. The guy knocked on his door three separate times. Yeah, and he's not answering. You're like, okay, usually the big dog is a little nicer than that.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's
5: maybe the big
4: dog is hungry. He's acting very funny. He says he's not. He needs to read it over. Yeah. And then there's a hilarious, awkward pause where neither of them know what to do, and the camera holds for way too long. It felt like an eternity. I mean, that's WWE in a <laughs> nutshell. The camera's always holding too long backstage. Why is it? It drives me nuts. Like, is Vince, or who's that guy? Kevin Dunn? Like, are you getting so old that your seconds are longer than my seconds?
5: It feels like they're still waiting for the audience reaction. But even with the uh, webcams and everything, like, it's just diminished. Yeah. So you don't get that reaction, you just get an extra long pause.
4: That's true, yeah. And here
5: you go, thanks, silence.
4: Yeah. <laughs> and then Corey comes in. Yeah, yeah, here you go, thanks. And then ten fucking seconds of silence. But anyway... Uh, he says he's gonna have to. Uh, he's gonna have to sit on it. Then after the main event, we cut back to Reigns, and you can immediately tell that something's gonna happen because the, the way they frame this shot is extremely weird. Yeah, it's like is sitting on the end of
5: the couch, and you only see the end of the couch.
4: Yeah, you you can't see Reigns. You can tell is clearly sitting next to somebody that they're about to expose. Is basically what I'm saying.
5: Yeah, it's a tight frame
4: around. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a tight frame. And he he starts, and you can immediately you immediately know where he's going. He starts, uh, he starts doing the, you know, I'm gonna do this, uh, I guarantee this, and then blah blah blah, and then the last one is, and I'm gonna be champion. That's not a prediction, that's a spoiler, and you're like, no fucking way, and then the camera peels back, and you you know who it is. It's old fucking fat suit with a tiny head. Just sweating already. Paul Heyman, baby. <laughs> he's been sweating since twenty minutes before the shoot. Oh god, he's been sweating for the last forty years. <laughs> and I just like, man, that was that was an excellent moment. I was like, thank God. This is exactly what we need from Roman Reigns. Total yeah. total fucking character flip. That's exactly what we need from Heyman too. It's a match made in heaven. Yeah. Yep, Heyman's like, Yeah, Heyman's still money, but we've seen him with Lesnar so much that this is perfect.
5: Yeah, and Lesnar, I mean, at his age, like he's clearly becoming less and less in the biz, and I am totally fine with that. And Paul Heyman's K Fabe character, he just he wants the top dog. I think Paul Heyman is gonna come out and say not not anything against Brock, but he sees the Evolution, so to speak. This is a next generation superstar. So he's gonna lock him up.
4: Yeah, yeah. I think this could be huge for Roman's career, man. Like they could be, like you know how Paul Heyman is. Like they could be the most, they could be the new most hated motherfuckers if they do this right. You know, and it, yeah. the only way they can fail is if they just go back immediately. Like say it only oh, Ro-
5: Roman turns on
4: Heyman. Yeah, like in a month. That's the only way you can fail. Like, if they ride this heel heel wave for a year, it's going to be money. We're
6: running out of faces. That's true. We're, we're going to need John Cena. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.
2: To come
5: back in. We are running a little thin on faces. Rollins is a heel. Orton's a heel.
4: I mean, it, uh, it, it, AJ's
5: a heel. Finn's a heel. Roman's a heel.
4: That is wild.
5: This goes on and on.
4: Yeah, basically, you just got uh, D-Mac, which it does make D-Mac look really good. You know, he's going to be the big good guy. Yeah, he's going to be a super face. And then who else could, I mean, Daniel Bryan, whenever he comes back, he'll probably be face. Yeah. He just had a baby. Oh, is that why he's gone? Baby! Yep, second baby. And, uh... Daniel Bryan. Yeah, congrats, Daniel Bryan. Um, Man, you're right. Who else is there? Who are we missing? Kevin Owens? He's not really... What's he doing right now?
5: He's a sideline face. I'd call him a cheerleader almost because he's only doing some matches. He's more just there like... Like, he's arguing to the face side, but he's just doing like promos and KO shows and shit mostly. Yeah. He's not really in a feud with anyone.
4: No, yeah, you're right. Uh I don't know why it just popped in my head, but we can't forget that Sami Zayn returned this week. I thought that was a really cool moment too, with the title. Yes. So that, that puts a nice interesting little foil in that whole uh that whole IC title situation.
5: It really does. And that that's that's a that's a match that I could I could watch between the IC title holders, Sami Zayn and Jeffrey Hardy.
4: Oh, for sure, dude. They
5: put out something
3: real
4: good. That was a good match they had. Actually, that whole segment was awesome because uh, it was Jeff Hardy versus uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, which obviously a great match. And then AJ was actually hilarious on commentary. I loved when he was like, Cole said something uh, about going to the hospital and he's just like classic like heel shit. He's just like, you're going to be going to the hospital if you don't shut your hole. <laughs> I, I really appreciated his mic work on the old commentary this week.
5: Oh, AJ Styles, when he gets snappy, it's great. He just sounds like such a dad.
4: I just love how they let some people... Like I don't know where how you get this within the company, but you can tell when they let people do what they want, it's so much better. <laughs> yeah. K.O.'s on that. Ko, stop that. New day. New days on that, yeah. It's it's a great spot to be. I I, I really do hate du- dude. WWE commentary is driving me nuts. Besides Samoa Joe.
5: Samoa Joe. I was gonna say, don't put Samoa Joe in that mix because yeah. that dude is the future of commentary. He's yeah. the next Jerry the King
4: Lawler. He's so good, but you, we're just getting. It's getting absurd. Like Vince, you need to calm down. Like you treat me like I'm a moron. Yeah. Like, you're you're feeding fucking Phillips and Cole so much trash. And they treat me like I'm two years old. Like, yeah, I mean, it's for the kids, but you have a huge adult demo, too. And kids, aren't, kids don't even need to be laid out like that.
3: No, they
4: really don't. No, they can follow it. Dude, uh, my sister's kid came over and watched, like, three matches with me and was picking up on, like, it's easy to pick up on. Just, yeah. just immediately like, oh, I like her, and I don't like her, and that was the good guy, and that's the bad guy. Like, they can tell by what they're wearing. Like, yeah. k- kids can pick up on what they look like if they're a bad guy or a good guy, and how they talk. Like, it's easy. Like, shut the fuck exactly. up. It's it's really annoying. But, uh, so yeah. So that drives me, I don't know why, I don't know where we got there, but yeah, that drives me nuts.
5: We got there because AJ was on commentary, making it much better. But yes, yeah. Tom Phillips is—he needs to go. He might—you he might have a career in broadcasting, but not in wrestling broadcasting, my friend.
4: I would say it might not even be his fault, but he just doesn't—he doesn't have any trust. I don't know. I
5: mean, they don't give him trust because he got no personality. Like Cole used to have no personality. Still doesn't have a personality, really, besides being a dad.
4: Yeah, it's true. It's very vanilla. Yeah. Like and Jr. always complains that he was overproduced, and I'm sure he was, but still, it didn't come off like that. Jr.
5: saying he, Jr. was overproduced.
4: Yeah. Would I you? mean,
5: Jr.'s liking because he's a, he was a pro before that. Yeah. Like he's like, don't don't worry, Vince, I got this. <laughs>
4: yeah, like, that's all he's thinking. Yeah, and I know like. I, yeah for sure and i know like that's just probably him saying that but i'm sure he was overproduced but i'm saying like he didn't come off as like like they do yeah the listener couldn't couldn't tell that he was being overproduced no not at all
5: especially in the era that he was in with the, atti- the attitude era mainly is what i'm thinking of like there's so much helter skelter going on in the attitude era that like jr's just yelling in the background you got to turn up your volume just to hear him and
4: king yeah Yeah. Uh, so yeah bad guy fucking Roman Reigns baby they finally did it so Uh, two more more things
5: from the week of wrestling Eric before uh, we got on to anything crazy with the Scorpion King we had another debut on, on Raw oh yes yeah we did this is a long time coming and god I hope they don't use it in a bad way Cause this dude deserves it. We're talking about bask in his glory.
4: Yep, Keith Lee. He's got a music issue apparently. But Is that what's going on? Yeah, I don't even understand that. If NXT had the rights, how does WWE not have the rights?
5: They they do that sometimes when they make the jump from NXT to WWE. They'll just shop their music or like redo their music. And I was wrapping up Raw when Jay was making Snickerdoodles, and I was trying to tell him, "I'm like, dude, this guy looks so much cooler in NXT than he does in WWE because he had that badass music fit his character more than this generic wrestling rock."
4: Yeah, and, and he said on social media that it wasn't like a creative decision; they're having like rights issues. But I don't, I don't even understand that. I don't know. No. Maybe the guy who wrote the song is wanting more money now that he's on the main roster or something. It could be a, a money issue.
5: Well, pay up, Vince.
4: Yeah, seriously. We're in
5: the danger zone now. Pay up, pay up.
4: Yeah, fuck that shit. I don't want that. That new music was crap.
5: Yeah. You can't have a debut with that type of music. Get it back to the past it's glory
4: music. No, that's the kind of music you give to the 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 enhancement talent, as they say. Yeah. The local jobbers that Braun Strowman used to squash. Yeah, Yo Bears. Yeah, those guys get the fucking, that wrestling rock.
5: And, uh, one other thing I want to get to, Eric. I thought before SummerSlam that we had challenges for the tag titles at Payback, the women's tag titles. Uh, Did we not have a match set?
4: I don't, I don't remember.
5: So they kept saying, Bayley and Sasha are going to also have to, de- after defending both their heavyweight titles tonight, t- next week at Payback, they're going to have to defend the Women's Tag Team Championships. I'm like, okay, cool. It's probably against Iconics, or it's probably against uh, Bliss and Cross, or it's probably against some lo- someone like that. We get to this week, and we're still seeing Nia poking her head around with a uh, goofy-ass uh, octopus hair. She's got octopus hair, Eric. Looks like a jellyfish. Oh,
4: okay. <laughs> you look like a goddamn jellyfish.
5: She uh, she apparently came back from being suspended indefinitely by just merely apologizing to the referee that she assaulted. Oh, okay. Because no one cared about that storyline.
4: It just got Nye out of the way. I was going to say, I so didn't... <laughs> And she's she's head
2: hunting for Sasha and Bailey, but guess
5: who else is head hunting for Sasha and Bailey? Shayna Baszler. Guess who's not good at promos, Eric?
4: <laughs> Either of them? Both Nia and Shayna. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
5: And guess who they decide to stick together? Because the enemy of my enemy is my friend. This yes. sticks Shayna and Nia together very clunkily. And we have our competitors for the tag team titles this Sunday at Payback.
4: Yes. Yeah, that's trash. I agree. Stupid. And then they put the Iconics, like you mentioned, versus Riot Squad on the pre-show. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Dude. Make it a fatal four-way. Yeah, seriously. Those are two stables. You can have them...
5: This is a women's tag team, not a women's... uh
4: mashup title Yeah Get some fucking tag teams We should go what the heck? We should go uh We should go to this payback card before we go to before we go to the dollar bin Okay I think we I think we stick with wrestling here Uh let's let, Let's let's do what let's go right where you are at Bailey and Sasha current champs versus Shayna and Nia And this is a tag team match for the Women's Tag Team Championship. Who you got here?
5: That's what I was getting to, Eric, was originally like, okay, they're dropping all the gold. This is the Rift. They're going to drop the gold. But I don't know if I see them dropping the gold to Nia and Shayna. Yeah.
4: Like, those are not champions, especially tag champions. Those are classic uh, hastily put together staple to lose to the champions. Yep, I agree. I'm I'm going. I'm going to retain Bailey and Sasha. I think Shayna and I are just there to for a close call. You know. To further the rift, so
5: we can make this. We can milk this for another two months.
4: Yeah, I think they keep him for a little bit.
5: I'm gonna agree with you, Eric. Just because I don't see Shay- Shayna and Nia winning it, like they're, they're, they'll, there's gonna be a rift, and it's gonna continue to widen. But yeah, Shayna and Nia are not champions, and anyone's right, not not tag team champions at least.
4: No. What was our? Uh, how did we do on predictions on SummerSlam? Real quick. On
5: SummerSlam, we had Texas 10 Man, Jason. Uh, Guest predictions, he is up to 3 of 10 after going 1 of 4. Oh, I'm sorry. That, that was left over from Extreme Rules. I have a sloppy uh, format. From SummerSlam, I went 4 of 8 and you went 5 of 8, widening your lead. Uh, you are uh, plus 2 on me overall. You have predicted uh, 135 correct of 220 for 61.36%. <laughs> Okay, 103
4: out of 220
5: for 60.45 percent. Okay, for all you all you stat nerds out
4: there, we're predicting about a sixty percent sixty percent level there, which isn't bad. could uh, be better, but
5: we like we like your uh, we like going outside the border sometimes. That's
4: right. Let's uh, stay in the women's uh, side here, Ruby, or the women's tag even. Uh, Riot Squad. Versus Iconics on the pre-show. Uh, this is... I'm going to go... I'll go Riot Squad. Um,
5: they've been on again, off again. Yeah, I'll go Riot Squad. We, we need We need more stables in the tag division. If you want to strengthen the tag division, you
4: have to strengthen the tag teams themselves. Yeah, they're and, yeah, they're, kind of, they're already,
5: you know, they're solid. We know they're going to be in the tag division. Whether they're buried or not, they're going to be in the tag division.
4: Yep, Riot Squad's coming back. Let's get some wins on them. Um, let Now go. they're not
5: making much of a splash. I don't think. No. I think Liv is kind of a dead fish, and not she she just kind of sticks out with her uh, quirkiness and like. You know they're trying to give us a look inside her personality there for a while, but we didn't really get that. They kind of bailed midway.
4: Yeah, that's true. I so didn't...
5: like, t- her and Ruby getting back together, just like, okay, you guys cool, I guess.
4: Yeah, they had up, this. They had this whole. Away. They had all this shit for live going, and then they just fucking deaded that. Yeah. Uh, we- they do that ruthlessly sometimes to a story. I don't like it. Oh yeah, I thought he was gonna do it. To I was excited that I thought Retribution was gone because they they weren't at SummerSlam, and then they didn't show up till the end of Raw. So I was like, "Oh, they must have got rid of them dumbasses." But nope, no no such luck. Eric,
5: I think you're right, and they don't know what to do with Retribution. <laughs> yeah, Vince just wanted to do his little political flex, and now we're sitting here. Okay, like, are they going to invade? Are you waiting for, like, October-November type of season?
4: Yeah. The leader has to be somebody significant or it's pointless.
5: Yeah. You have to have a strong leader. And I, I'm not seeing a strong leader.
4: Yeah. yeah. We, I mean, I can't think of anybody that's been gone, but they sneak people away, so it's possible.
5: Jay saw the uh, retribution on Raw. He wasn't... He wasn't scared.
4: No, they're not scary.
5: No. They're not threatening. They're not that interesting. Especially on top of the the ninjas who already wear black.
4: Uh, Speaking of not that interesting, uh, we got Matt Riddle versus Corbin.
5: Now, a couple weeks ago, this would have been interesting, but yeah, they kind of killed Matt Riddle's momentum because they had to get ready for SummerSlam. They had Matt Riddle's debut about a month back. Yeah, And they, they were really looking for content so like yeah come out do 15 minutes do 20 minutes and like oh yeah we love you in your shoeless thing but then like once you get past the shoeless thing like you gotta keep developing that character wwe you gotta give him more time more confidence but i mean sticking with corbin is a good sign
4: yeah who you got corbin corbin um I'll go Riddle in what Corbin deems is uh, an unfair finish. Oh, God, you're
5: probably right. I can see it already.
4: <laughs> I, I,
5: I'm going to fall even further behind.
4: Yep, I don't know. We'll see. Because, because why,
5: why would you have Riddle lose?
4: Yeah, because it doesn't hurt Corbin to lose.
5: No, he's a classic heel that can lose and just come out the next day. Like, fuck that. Yeah,
2: <laughs> for
4: sure. Uh, another another thing that's fallen wayside due to Roman Reigns but could still be cool one day. We got Big E versus Sheamus uh, in Big E's singles run. Um, I'm gonna go... I'll go Big E.
5: Oh yeah, Big E all day, but <laughs> have you noticed Sheamus slightly changing his character? We're in a post-WrestleMania type of reset here, Eric. It's like they got through WrestleMania and like, okay, we're deep in this pandemic. We're we're flying by the seat of our ass. No reset until after SummerSlam.
4: Yeah. Now we're after SummerSlam. We're getting debuts. We're getting turns, betrayals,
3: rifts and stables, and we're getting characters just completely changing their shit. This yep. is a post SummerSlam reset. It really is.
5: And Sheamus is now wearing a bowler cap, or a fedora hat, something like that.
4: Oh yeah, well he's been wearing that since the Jeff Hardy fight in the bar.
5: Oh, he looks like a cool, cool bar goer
4: now. Yeah, a bar fighter.
5: I I, I like the bar, like he's, he's even doing the bar fighter type of uh, boxing stance in the ring a little more.
4: Oh yeah, yeah, that's part of the new character.
5: I like it. I mean, it's still boring old Sheamus, but I, I like... You know, he cut his, uh, the chin part of his
4: beard, the goatee a little
2: bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
4: he's more of a bar goer. Yeah, more of a a bar fighter type of guy now. A a real rough, uh, real rough and ragged guy.
5: But yeah, I I still have Big E kicking the crap out of him.
4: Big E for sure.
5: Because he's getting that push.
4: Uh, we're we're at an hour and five minutes already, Jeff. Holy shit! So we probably better, uh, get through these predictions and call up old Bert. I know everybody's dying to, to hear about the sto- sc- Scorpion King. Oh yeah, the King of Kings. The King of yeah, The King of Kings. <laughs> uh, let's go Apollo Crews versus Lashley. Apollo current champ and this is a title match for the US Championship.
5: Her business is still hurting a little bit. In Vince's eyes, um,
4: yeah.
5: I don't know. Uh, is it time for Apollo to lose?
4: Yeah, I think it, I think he's gonna lose.
5: I'm gonna go Apollo because I just want this to be a little bit, have a little more spice on him when he does lose. But maybe the losing gets him the spice. But I'll go Apollo.
4: All right, put me down for Lashley. I'll go Lashley. <laughs> Dominic and Ray versus Seth and Murphy in just a traditional tag team match. That's weird.
5: Seems unimpressive.
4: Yeah, I'll Uh, go. go, I'm gonna go the Mysterios, and I think we. I might be right this time.
5: Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on the Mysterios. Even though I was last week, you can't have one.
4: It's payback, Eric. It's payback. That's what it's all. That's the name of the game. Uh, I never see it coming. Yeah, Uh, Keith, newly debuted Keith Lee versus Randy Orton in a singles match. This is a hard one. Oh God!
5: Oh wow! I didn't know. I forgot they made that official. Oh man, Uh, is it my pick? Yeah. I'm
4: going to go... Damn it, I'm going to go Orton. I'll go... I'll go Keith Lee with uh, assistance from uh, Drew McIntyre. No, Eric, you have this game figured out much better than me. Because remember, Orton got after Drew on Raw pretty good. So D-Mac... I've changed my pick. D-Mac needs payback. Yeah, D-Max.
5: I'm going Lee.
4: Yeah, Lee needs to get a big win. Orton won't be hurt because he's gonna get fucked by D-Mac. I think that's where we go. So
5: Orton loses back-to-back pay-per-view matches, huh? I think so. Wow. You
4: know, there's going to be some mark out there who doesn't like that prediction, but yeah. Hey, hey fuck him.
5: We got 100 episodes
4: of this, baby. That's right. (laughs) You know we're doing something right. Not not really. Because you can put these out if nobody's (laughs) listening. But you know what? Uh, And then we got your big big match. The reason anybody's going to watch this thing. The Fiend Bray Wyatt, current champ versus Roman, currently heel alongside uh, Paul Heyman versus Braun Strowman. This is a No holds barred, triple threat match for the Universal title. Oh, it's no holds barred. I didn't know that. No holds will be barred.
5: I mean, Roman gave us the spoiler.
4: He did. Do I have any reason to doubt him? No. Roman's getting the title. Yeah, I'm going Reigns 100%. There's no reason to keep it on that Bozo the Fiend. He's out. No, a... But it was funny to see
5: Rambling Rabbit shining that puppy up nice before the funhouse. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was, was real funny. You just see a little puppet arm just squeak, yeah. squeak, squeak,
4: squeak. Yep. Uh, no, yeah, I think it's, I think it's Roman, man. It's got to be. I think it'll be good if it's Roman. I want the title on him. So that's payback. There you have it. Oh yeah, dude. Um and now it's time for the much anticipated Boom DDT Dollar Bin, featuring uh, the Magic Magic Milkman film res- resident film expert Magic Milkman Bork coming on here to talk about the Scorpion King. Oh my God, I'm excited! Yeah, give him a janga langa langa. I'm gonna give him a round of applause before he even gets on. The audience is persistent. They really want him. What's up, Bark? What's going on? What's going on, dude? The audience was the audience was very persistent. They were clapping until you answered.
6: Donatos just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon, Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon, or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get two dollars off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code TWO. Donatos. Every piece is important. Oh
4: wow! Yeah, they were excited. Uh, we got a big, we got a big one here. We got a big one, baby. This is what Jeff has proclaimed the best wrestler movie of all time. A ten dog film, The Scorpion King. Jeff said it very high. Uh, yeah, he said it very high. What? What? So tell us about The Scorpion King, Bork, and thanks for coming on. Oh no
1: problem. Happy hundred, boys.
4: Happy hundred. Thank you.
1: Uh, we're talking about Jeff's favorite movie: uh, The Warrior, Legend, The King. <laughs> the
4: the, the king. 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 The King of Kings. The, uh, the 2002. Uh, action adventure fantasy starring Dwayne the Rock
1: Johnson mm. in his first leading role mm. but uh yeah it's it's a prequel to the mummy franchise but it came after the mummy returns so it's like the third it's a sequel And it, but the story takes place 5,000 years before those two stories okay so the rock isn't, isn't
4: in any of the it's mummies or is he?
1: He's in the second one at the end. Yeah, he's like a like a god type character. He's like a creature. He's another scorpion man. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so wait. I've seen that movie in a long time. But I really like this, both of
4: those. so wait his his character isn't from the Mummy. Like they didn't take a character from the Mummy and make the Scorpion King. Oh no, they did.
1: It's a spinoff. Yeah.
4: But who who what what part of it is a spinoff of the Mummy franchise?
1: I don't know, it ties into the second story where, like, it's some ancient relic that he has, but you don't see any of that story from the second movie in this movie. It's, like, his origin, so it's, like, a completely different story, and you just see him become king, and then he's gone. Like, that's it. Okay. And then he emerges in the second movie as Scorpion Man that's,
4: like, crawling on walls and shit. Damn. So I was wondering the connection
5: there, because, yeah, I was never a fan of The Mummy or The Mummy Returns. I remember when The Mummy Returns came out, and he had his cameo, and I'm like, that's it? And, like, The Mummy Returns seemed like a present-day movie, so I didn't really get the connection. And I'm glad there's no connection. Or, I mean, a very
4: flimsy connection. No, yeah, I don't need any... That just adds dogs, baby. Yeah, I don't need any, any connections, no. I like this as a standalone film.
1: Yeah, it's good as a standalone. Uh, just a little info, like what it is. is like, The Rock is uh, a desert, a desert warrior rises up against an evil army that's destroying his homeland, and uh, the Rock captures the enemy's key sorcerer and takes her deep into the desert, prepares for a final showdown. He's oh. a assassin. His people are trained killers.
4: They are prior. highly trained assassins, bruh.
1: Of his kind, correct. There's three left. He's
5: one of three.
4: Yeah, but the the one dude gets killed at the beginning, remember? Yes, they so, both. The, he, I he think, comes the last of his kind. He's
1: yeah, the last. The, the, oh, the third guy that you hear much from, he just dies instantly. I think. Yeah, oh, you never even see his
4: face. God damn.
1: And, right. yeah, in the beginning, they kill his uh, brother in front of him. And so that's why he's seeking revenge on the villain who's this king guy. He's King Memnon. King Memnon, yeah.
4: Yeah, I could not I could not remember how to pronounce his name. Uh oh. So again <man. laughs> I could not remember how to pronounce this guy's name. Say say his name again, the king. Oh, uh, King Memnon? Memnon? Memnon. Memnon. M
3: E M N O N.
4: Okay. Uh, did you get so.
5: What's the actor's name, Bork? Because he plays a classic. I mean, he just. I I, I like his villainry. Like, he's just someone that looks like
1: he'd get a good punch in the face. He's a classic, yeah. Classic villain, a classic British guy. I don't know if he's British or not, but his name is Stephen Brand. Uh, I don't know if I've seen him in anything else. He's got that classic face. Oh, yeah, this movie has an all star cast. It's got Dwayne Johnson as Matthias, the assassin. He's got Michael Clark Duncan as another king, like another heavy. He's He faces off against the rock in the story, but then becomes like his friend by the end. That classic yes. storyline. Uh, the romantic lead, I don't know her much. Her name's Kelly Hugh. She plays a sorceress. Yeah, I think that was just an uh, eye candy type. of. One.
5: They tried to start her... Career by giving her a uh, side boob. Oh yeah, Ten in, uh, early two thousands. You know this is the era of that. They kept those. Yeah, the
4: they,
1: ma-
4: they kept the nipples covered though at all times.
1: Absolutely. I was gonna say it's the mid two thousands. It's that Maxim era where you have a you have a hair bra, and that's all you get for the PG thirteen for the yeah. kids. Yeah. yeah, just a little seduction.
4: Oh Not yeah, much. I mean enough to crank down to though. If you're like in seventh grade, that's enough.
1: Uh, and then uh, there's this one guy named Grant Haslov, who's Arpid, the horse thief, and that's like the Rob Schneider, like sidekick buddy, like the, fu- the
4: funny man. <laughs> he should have been Rob Schneider. That's, that's a great comparison. Yeah, why, was wh- why yeah. wasn't it Rob Schneider? That would have been a perfect role for him.
5: <laughs> Rob Schneider is the
4: horse thief. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, so tell us what what are your favorite some of your favorite scenes from this, Bork?
1: Um, well, like every wrestling movie, uh, just a fun thing about The Rock's character Matthias is uh, he's got a quirky ride. It's not a car though, but he doesn't ride a horse like an average man. He rides a camel because they're smarter. Oh yeah, but he's got he's got the quirky quirky ride, classic wrestler stereotype in all these movies, but um, my favorite scene, also another stereotype in all these movies, is his hunting scene in the desert in that cave when they have the sandstorm and he's just picking uh, them off by one.
4: Oh, that's great, dude! All these
1: wrestlers have these scenes in these movies, and I love them where they just it's go very, to town on the bad
4: guy. It's very tactical, and all you can always hear him like <laughs> like.
1: Skittering around yeah, in the
4: skittering shadows. around in the shadows, and then all of a sudden they're hooked. Like he just comes up from behind, drags them away with a rope, just choking the shit out of them. Or I don't know, it was yeah. am- it was amazing, dude. It reminded me we watched Predator uh, like a week ago, and there's a couple scenes like that during the big fight scenes where they're like going around the outer like limits of the battlefield and just like putting people down real quiet, like just yeah. grabbing them, fucking choking them out, and laying them down. It was, it was a lot of that type of shit. That was a cool scene, though. I like that scene.
1: I was going to say, all the rest of the action scenes are pretty good. Later in the movie, Michael Clark Duncan goes head-to-head with the Rock. You get a beefcake scene yep. where they're slamming steps together and showing him who's the boss. I was going to say, you want, you want a Predator
5: type of thing. That that The comparison between, what's his name, Bork? Uh, Michael Clark Duncan? Yeah, Michael Clark Duncan in The Rock, clashing sword, clashing and breaking sword. It's <laughs> similar to Predator, the uh, arm the arm
1: shake with uh, arm wrestling. See yeah, he got you pushing too many pencils? Yeah. Uh, that's the four of handshake. Yep, yeah, with
4: Weathers and Arnold. Yeah. A classic. It's,
1: it's the same thing. I love it. It really I was. Towards the end, uh there's a zoom and pan shot where it's just, they're just going bicep to bicep just to show you these boys Yeah, show like, these physiques much of the fight. there's just a quick shot of the seps show these physiques oh, baby
4: I my favorite thing about this movie is it's just unbelievably easy watch like you just throw it on it's an hour and a half and it's just the easiest fucking storyline that you could think of it's just beautiful <laughs> You just sit back and relax and you just watch The Rock kick ass. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I love it.
1: And, yeah, and it doesn't stop. It's very it's very fast-paced, but you can follow it easily. Like, it's not the best movie, but, man, it,
4: it is entertaining. Yeah, and it's an hour and a half. Like, you get in, you get out. Did get you get in,
1: get out, get your rock action,
4: and get out. Yeah. Like, did you have a... Uh, so, did you watch it with Andy? Yeah, one viewing was with Andy. <laughs> Oh, hell yeah. Oh yeah, you gotta tell us about how you thought uh, the Rikishi was uh, Rikishi was in this movie.
1: Oh, well Jeff, I was wrong. I was texting Jeff about this earlier too, but it's a different actor, and I had to watch it like on the fourth time and catch in the credits, but it's not Rikishi, and that's why he's not credited. It's a different actor. It's a guy who plays like the sumo guy, I don't know if you remember the Street Fighter movie in the 90s.
4: Uh, no, um, not enough honestly, to no.
1: But he's like a he's another big like Samoa type actor. He was like he was like a football player turned actor too. But yeah, it's a different guy. But I swore it was Rikishi 'cause because he had like this little beard strap, and I was like, it looked just like him. But
4: yeah, it looks similar for sure. That's who I like. You told me the scene, and I watched it, and I was like, oh, is that Rikishi? And then I'm like, I don't know, it doesn't really, something about it doesn't look right, but it did look like him. I could definitely see it. It should have been. It should have been, Rikishi. I
1: was like, yeah, maybe they just dyed his hair brown and it wasn't blonde or something. But like, yeah. Yeah, Keish would have been a better actor in that spot.
4: Oh, for sure. That would have been awesome.
1: And that's what I was expecting, is like some more actors, like in small cameo roles, like give him a line or
4: two. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Because, yeah, it's really uh. Universal, man, this is a big budget. They can't just have all the Rock's resting buddies who are unproven in there. Well, yeah.
1: Vince is a executive producer on this, and I think only because they just used the Rock in the title. Yeah. Because, like, he owned a name. Yeah. Yeah. But I think since they use it on the poster and everything, that's why he gets, like, an executive producer credit.
4: That's awesome.
1: Yeah, I don't think he's, I don't think Vince is tied to this at all.
4: No. No, he, he this is probably when he started thinking like, oh, I'll just make my own. WWE Studios. Like, yeah, I'll just do this on my own. Because this is like The Rock's first big movie, right? Yeah.
1: And uh, he made like, I think it was like a record at the time. He made like 5.5 million. And that's like, I think a record for like a first-time leading man.
4: Well, you could tell he was good, like... Like you said, it's a super easy movie to watch. Like, that's the best part about this fucking thing. It's the ultimate chill movie.
5: They, they give you the plot in narrator fashion right at the beginning
2: after, <laughs> after a rocket scene, which is my least favorite scene of the movie. The introduction is the
5: least favorite scene just because it's a
1: bit over the top. Yeah, but it's supposed to show you how lethal he is. True. He, how is, ridiculous.
4: he is lethal. You can't take that away from him. And what'd you I say is... You a plot. After
5: that, that gives you all the backstory. It's not just a boring backstory. We're not having Triple H walk through the woods with some random henchman. This is a rock, the last of his kind, going, against, going up against ancient tyrants in King none <laughs> With the nomadic tribes at his back. They, they don't even trust him. No one trusts him. There's betrayal all over the place.
1: It's great. It's fantastic. Nearly it is. I was going to say, Jeff, uh, me and Andy were wondering on our viewing, how many times did a young Jeffrey walk through the woods and go to Willow Knolls in 2002 to see the Scorpion King that summer? <laughs> <laughs> see, I don't know if I watched it in theaters or not.
5: I know once I got that VHS... Oh, okay, it didn't
1: have a use. Okay, so you guys had it on home media. Then.
2: Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I still have the viewers and So you
4: have a sleep to it every night, probably. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's why I asked Derek. I'm like, when's the last time you watched this? Was it during a seventh grade sleepover? For sure. And I, <laughs> that I, used to be a sleepover classic. And right? I don't remember shit from it. Like, I was asleep within five minutes of this every time, for sure. Yeah. I literally only remembered one scene. And it was probably yeah, probably the cabin seat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, Jeff, you were notorious for going to the movie theater by yourself. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's right there. It's yeah. in my Backyard essentially as a kid. So yeah. I mean, I don't. know. Me and, Andy, me and Andy were betting on it. We were thinking like three or four times maybe. Yeah. Year just just, just keep going. Patching your soda. And God, take I, me I, I back. Used to do multiple viewings so of the
5: same movie at that movie theater. So, I mean, your guess isn't
4: far off. Have you I done want that? me to watch it three times in theaters. Have you done that out in Colorado yet? Multiple viewings. No, no, like, like solo theater. Solo theater. I've done a solo
5: theater. Uh, there hasn't been a good movie since I've lived out here that I've watched. <laughs>
4: Really? i have there
1: like five plus years, Yeah, really?
4: There hasn't been a good that movie was, in tell five me about
1: years. Movie I'm clambering in the theaters. Man, you better tell the film industry to get
5: on it. Yeah. Well, the theater industry needs to come back safely as well, but yeah. Once they, once they do that uh, and make some good movies, maybe something with The Rock. <laughs> hit,
4: hit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh there's a Wait, Is there a Scorpion King 2? Yeah, I think they've gone up to like the 4 and 5s with this like
1: direct to video kind of thing. Get out of town, are they but like, it? you know, it's classic like other wrestlers and probably UFC guys turned actors kind of thing.
4: So like even number 2 isn't The Rock?
1: No, yeah, I think it's like Randy Couture is like number oh. 2.
4: Oh my. <laughs> yeah, Jeff That's is fuck. just Look at that. Uh, disgust. disgust anguish that is terrible. That is Brandon's terrible. How
5: are you? You don't have the scorpion venom running in your be,
4: in your veins? No, you do That listening. was a very
5: small part of this movie, by the way. No, that's that's where you get the title from. He is the Scorpion King. The scorpion's venom will always
2: run through his veins. The yeah.
5: Sorcerer, spoiler alert the sorcerer saves him mid movie because he gets hit with the scorpion ties in and she just sucks that spear out of them, not in the
4: dirty way, in a sorcery way. Yeah, it's like a, it's like glowing orb. She might as like she might as well though, because it did look like some scorpion jizz. <laughs> uh, that's what I thought it was. Yeah, when there,
5: King Memnum was uh, dipping the arrow in it, yeah, it looked real sticky and shit. I'm yeah. like, that's
4: disgusting. <laughs> it really did. This to the for did. <laughs> yeah, it really did. All yeah, right.
1: that's what that you get. It. By the end of this movie, he's just King, and then when you see him in the Mummy, he's like Scorpion Man. So it's like, well, there's something else that happened. There's a whole second movie. and I yeah. guess it's like two through five, and then maybe in five he becomes Scorpion Hybrid
4: Man. Yeah.
1: yeah. I am Scorpion Hybrid Man.
4: <laughs> this was this was a great movie, though. It, it it was the best. It was the best wrestler movie we've we've done so far. I think.
1: I liked it a lot. I threw high when I watched it a bunch of times, and it, it sufficed. <laughs> I, laughed a, I laughed a few times. Of course, the action. of course. The Rock's not as charismatic as he is nowadays, but like this is a good starting role. Like I feel this is really good. I was gonna say this is the Rock on a leash.
4: He's getting his feet. He's getting his toes. Toes wet.
5: Yeah. Like, it's, it's similar to wrestling promos. Like they don't, they don't. In his first acting role, they're not just gonna give him a "Hey, go do your thing" type of thing. Like no, you stick into the script. We're not giving you too long of lines. Just a lot of one-liners. You know <laughs> that's all you dumb wrestling meathead ass can understand.
2: Well, boys, are you Hollywood? You are wrong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I.
1: I know uh, you boys saw it, but yeah, he only does one wrestling reference. He gave the he gave the people's eyebrow.
4: Oh yeah, he did. And to do the harem with all the ladies. Oh yeah, he got sed- he got straight got by a bunch of chicks, classic fashion. They all seduced him. Even the Rock fell for it. He's like, oh yeah. Da, da, da. And they stole all his weapons. Stole almost everything off him. Almost got him killed. Just slipping up for the pussy, you idiot. <laughs> Whap. Yeah, for that, for that whap. For that whap. All right. Well, thank you, Bor Oh no, we have to well, give our I official hot dog ratings. official ratings, Jeff. Do you want to talk about
1: Godsmack? I stand alone because
4: oh I'm yeah, a generation. I think. Yeah, I think that's why Samantha's dad liked the movie so much.
1: I think. Yeah, I was gonna say he's more of a Godsmack <laughs> fan, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: So Jeff, what's your what's what's your official rating? You want my rating first? Yeah. Eighteen years later. Yes. Yes. Eighteen years later, it exceeded my expectations (laughs) just as it did as a child. (laughs) I never noticed that it actually had its own score. That's an extra dog (laughs) on top of all the dogs, and it 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 kept the ten dogs. So yeah, eleven hot dogs. Oh my god. Oh man. This, this
5: is the epitome. If you need an archetype for a wrestling movie, this isn't too complex for any any age wrestling fan. It's perfect. It's James
2: Bond meets Aladdin meets Robin Hood <laughs> meets yeah Disney. It's hard. hard. <laughs> perfect. It's perfect.
4: Okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you. I think it's uh I think it was such an easy, delightful film. To just for a Sunday? Just to watch a I mean, just a great little story about the rock, a coming of age film of The Rock, about to blow up and be be Hollywood's leading man in just a short amount of time. I'm gonna give it ten dogs. I think it lived up to Jeff's oh, height. Oh shit. It's a ten it's a ten dog wrestler film.
1: Oh shit. Ten dogs. I'm gonna feel like now.
4: Well, no. I mean, you're you're a little bit more. You know, you are the. You're, you're movie critic. Yeah, so you. I don't expect you. to yeah. Yeah, yeah, movies are subjective. Yeah,
1: this is a great film. Not my cup of tea, but I had a lot. I enjoyed a lot out of it. I was gonna say eight out of ten because Ooh, that's good. Ever, we don't. Think, I don't think we've ever breached over nine. And yeah, I don't think it's perfect, but I liked it, so I, it's eight out of ten for me.
4: I see. I still think that's a high score from you.
1: So, from, uh, the Magic Milk Band, yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah that that is a high. That's so. This film but, is highly recommended.
1: this wrestler gets three or four.
4: Yeah, seriously. That I mean, that's what we're grading on here. It's a different scale. I'm not telling you it's okay. a it's a ten out of ten film across the board, but for a wrestler film. Yeah, that's why we're doing 10 dogs instead of tomatoes
5: or anything like that. or dark. We're doing hot dogs because of the dollar Bit.
4: And Mountain Dews.
1: And their skin is made out of hot dogs. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. hot dog yeah. skin.
4: Yeah. yeah. All right. So
1: I got Jip for 11. Eric, where were you?
4: You were 9? No, I'm going 10. Okay. Oh, it's, it's a 10-dog so, movie. I'm going 10. Mark that wrestler is no longer with the WWE. Wait, what'd you say? What's the, the Golden What's, What's the Perfect Ten? Where'd he go? Oh, he's uh, in AEW, I think. Yeah. <laughs> What's What was his name? Ty Dillinger. Ty Dillinger, yep. The Perfect Ten. He's not the Perfect Ten, but I tell you, Matthias the Acadian is the Perfect Ten and or 11. So, it's a good watch. Oh, great watch. All right, Bork, well, thank you. We're running long here. We'll let you you get on with your day. Thank
1: you, boys. Oh, yeah, well, we'll, I'll have you
4: back here soon, but thanks. Yeah, why don't the... Happy 100. Happy 100. Give him a round of applause, audience. Thank you. It's a wonderful audience. Uh, (laughs) Thank thank you. Thank you. All right, Bork, later. Later, guys. Peace. All right, Jeff. I, I I can tell you got to go to work. Yep, yeah,
5: yep. Yeah. We are running late for uh, another day of bananas and peaches and sweet corn.
4: Yep, yeah. <laughs> they'll be there yeah, when. Yeah, payback as the uh, as the
5: uh, the big main event of the night. That's something that I'm looking forward to. I get to come home and watch Payback at the end of my day.
4: Hell yeah, dude! Everybody enjoy Payback. Thank you for a hundred episodes uh, of this of this sewage. I don't know. Uh, hopefully, if you like it, tell your friend. How about that? Hell yeah! Thank you to the listeners
5: for sticking in a hundred episodes with us, or fifty, or how many, however many you've listened to. Yeah, Thanks.
4: it doesn't matter. I'm going to give the audience a round of applause. All right, Jeff. Happy hundred. Happy hundred. Night, night. Night, night. But now I don't it's understand. Colin, it? Now, now I don't, it's now
3: I don't understand. Good. Huh? Okay.